Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. What's up? Welcome to Hip Politics. It's Mark Jarrell tonight, Thursday night special show. Everybody talking about black men, and we're gonna speak tonight. So we talk race politics. We're gonna navigate how we talk. We're gonna talk about how we navigate corporate America. I got some of the most successful brothers on the line anywhere, all over the country, ranging all the way from ATL coming up through Charlotte and back in DC. These cats have been doing it for a really, really long time. I'm so glad that they're going to be here. But tonight, you actually get a chance to to really, really hear what we think about. A lot of times, um, particularly in corporate America, black men were often overlooked, marginalized, and misunderstood. And tonight, like I said, we're just having a roundtable discussion. Uh, and, and basically, everybody, we're going to talk like we usually do. So when when the brothers are together, we talk about women, we talk about race, sports, politics, and uh, that's exactly what you're going to get tonight. If you want to join the conversation, feel free, but just remember you got to press option one if you want to come online with a comment, uh, or if you have a question for anybody on the panel, the number is 646-668-8655. We got a lot of panelists tonight. I'm going to go through and, and, and introduce everybody and, and actually let them introduce themselves. But we got a lot of panelists. want to say what's up to the brothers. But, guys, your lines are open, so say what's up to the people. What up, Yo, people? what up, people? What's, up? Hey, what's, up? what's going on, everybody? <laughs> That's Yo, right. <laughs> so uh, I, I tell you what, so uh, uh, we got the twins tonight. We got uh, Jerome. Dupree, <laughs> that's an inside joke between us. We got Tyrone, we got we call him Bone, brother William, we call him Cooley, T. Shaw in the building, and then we also have Corporate America's newest VP and uh, brother Young. So, fellas, check it out. Let's get right into it. I want to, you know, I appreciate all you guys being here, and there's a lot going on. So today there was, we we had a lot happening, right? Bill O'Reilly's out at Fox. Jason Chaffetz says he's not running again. Tom Brady skipped the White House visit. Tom Ricketts, who was uh, nominated by Trump for uh, 
Deputy Commerce Secretary, pulled out of the thing. We all know him as the Cubs owner, billionaire. So imagine that, a billionaire not being a part of Trump's staff. But, guys, what, what do you think? And, and I'm going to start at the top with, uh, with Brother Young, but give me your assessment of, of how you feel, um, what you feel about the state of politics, and, and particularly Donald Trump right now. Well, right now we're, we're kind of in a what can what can I say to get what I need from you state, right? So at this point, I, I have I've been haven't been able to take anything that comes from the White House seriously. Like I'm I'm constantly digging for some sort of uh, backstory on every piece of information that comes from the president's mouth. Uh, mm-hmm. He says that on one hand he wants to. Um, you know, he wants everybody to buy American now, right? That's the new thing, buy American. But he continues, continues, continually uh, stays on the sideline while his former company, or his company, but he doesn't have control right now, uh, continues to, to purchase things out of China, get their materials made in China. Uh, his daughter just struck a, a, a trade deal or a licensing deal and trademark deal with China, right after, mind you, a meeting uh, where she sat uh, kind of shotgun with the Chinese president. So everything kind of has a caveat with this guy, and you just can't trust anything that comes from the White House without digging into some of the backstory. I, I, I think that's a great point. And, and, but one thing you said, though, bro, is that um, we don't, you know, he, he doesn't have control of his company. I'm just not so sure he doesn't have control over it. Over it. But I want to go to Cooley right now because, hey, Cooley, if you remember, we were doing a group text, and, and Drill, you remember this too. We were doing a group text a long time ago, and Cooley, you actually predicted that um, DT, that Trump was going to be the nominee coming out of the, uh, out of the Republican side. Well, I mean, that, I mean, you picked that when nobody else was picking it, and yeah, I, I, I don't know what, what made you do that, though. I mean, you know, if you, if you really think about it, this guy persuades everyone to look the opposite side at the real issues, and I mean, he, he's a con artist, and I, I don't think folks recognized that early on. What he allowed, what he allowed folks to do, man, was uh, create fights with, within their own party. He stepped back, let them fight, and then come back forward. Looking like he was the, like the good guy, you know, and, and that's what's happening. I mean, even if you look at today, with, with, with what's going on, he what's happening there is he's uh, forcing folks to look the opposite side on the real issues and, and putting the uh, finger, uh, pointing the finger at other issues, um, taking taking off what's happening in America today. I mean, so that that's really the prediction. We got to be careful too because. This guy is sneaky, right? So we don't know what's up his sleeve. We already know he'll do whatever he wants to do, uh, and he says he sa- what he says is what he's going to do. We just have to start recognizing it as you know, for for everyone's sake, you know. Yeah, I, I think that's a good point. Hey, T. Shaw, if if Trump was a if Trump was a hip hop artist, who 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 would you compare him to? What hip hop artist do you compare this guy to? <laughs> Great question. Thank you, brother. Soldier boy. So, hey, hey, Jay and Bone, just be thinking about that one because I'm I'm coming to you guys, obviously. But but tell me what 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 hip hop 
uh, uh, R&B artists or, or any artists that, that you compare them to, but let's let's stay with the hip hop genre right now. Soldier Boy. Mm. Um, because it's it's all flash and dash. It's, it's just saying what you think people want to hear. You know. Um, so it's like a gimmick. A, a, a gimmick. That's that's all it is. It, it's you know you, you're always talking about. Um, like like my man said before, he's like Houdini. He he will he's he's got right hand behind his back and he's pointing with the left hand to the other side of the room. Right. And, and that's what and you know what I'm saying everybody's looking that way. So it's mm-hmm. like people are I think people know what's going on. People in the know know what's going on because that's why he's not getting a hundred percent backing from his own party. From the Republicans, they, I mean, because he's so unpredictable, they're hesitant to jump behind him and, and run with him. I mean, it's, it's a few that that will, but it, I mean, they're not all in on this guy. It's still not all in on him, and and I mean, he's doing things that are making them step back and, and be like, I, I knew this. What is he doing? I knew this. This is where this was going to go. The only people that are blinded by him right now, still. Are the people that that feel like that share those views of they've been marginalized, and this is this is our champion right here. This is our champion. He he's 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 going to keep jobs in America. He's going to bring jobs. They're not looking at the fact that his materials are manufactured in China. They're not looking at the fact that he don't you you you're paying taxes on your income. What what meager wages you make. And he he tells you you're stupid because you don't know the loophole to avoid paying you know the maximum amount of taxes. So to that point, then T, let me let me let me throw to Jay real quick. So Jay, you know to that Yo. point, let me let me get your your take on uh, what what artists what hip hop artists would you compare him to, and is, is you know has he done anything that you actually agree with? Uh, well. As a matter of fact, I'm going to answer that um, here shortly, but I'm going to piggyback off the other question as well. As here far shortly. As like, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, All but, right. You this, know, that, hey, uh, hey, you guys don't know Jerome, but this is actually going to be his show in a few minutes. So, okay, go ahead, bro. No, 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 no not at all, not at all. But, but as far as, like, Trump, you know, I called um, Trump um, nomination before it happened as well. And the thing is, you know, it's – and let's be transparent here. You know, it, he is the solution uh, to eight years of Obama. You know, um, those who had a disdain towards Obama. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. from, uh, you know, as far as, like, let's keep it real. You know, having an African-American, I hate to use that term, a black man, in the White House. Mm-hmm. You know, um, here's a man that can say anything, do anything, and perpetuate anything and still get the nomination. So that is a reflection as far as the social fabric that we're living in. Now, as far as like a hip hop artist, you know, I don't want to disrespect any hip hop artist and compare them to, to Trump. <laughs> now, even even the one hit wonders, uh, you know, I can't do that because you know this cat is beaten to um, his own drum per se, you know, and and you know and and the sad thing is that there's only a select group of people who are listening to his music, you know, and and, and his lyrics. You know, and you know, and it's flow, you know, and everybody else can 
see for who he is, but because of the position that he's now in, he's running the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Bone, I want to throw to you real quick, man. So, so tell me, what, what's your take, Bone? You're, you're in D.C., and what, what do you think the impact of a Trump presidency has been to, on, on black men in particular? Um, our psyche in, in America. Hey, Brother Terrell, uh, first and foremost, man, great show, and um, it's an Thank honor you, to be here amongst um, you and the, and the brothers and, uh, that's on this call. Um, I, you know, it's funny because, you know, my twin and I, was, you know, we had that, that habit of thinking alike. Um, right. You know, not to to put down any black artists. I, I think the one thing that came to my mind, uh, or one person that came to my mind, and it's not to compare him, but it's just the name itself. Now I was have to say too short, <laughs> because because wow. this per this person that's in um, uh, that's representing um, the office of the presidency. You know, he has a a, a short a short mind frame. Um, he only th- looks out for what matters to him most. Um, those is in, uh, that's close to him and him himself, right? But um, but to get to your question, you know, the, when it comes to the psyche of you know brothers, man, this I have to look at this both at a micro and a macro level. You know, okay. we're dealing with what's happening now in in our space of time, um, especially with with everything as we as brothers. Um, black men and you know doing the right things, living, you know, being raised well, uh, and you know supporting our families, working hard, and and constantly fighting against the perceptions and and um, and 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 the and the hidden anger and hate and disdain for um, who we are as 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 a as a people. Now. Mm. That's at a at a micro, and I'm not saying that everyone has this disdain for you know the the, the average black man, you know other races and all. But what I do say is, when you look at the macro level, you just look at history. You know, history just has a way of of, of repeating itself, um, mm-hmm. and and just the the overall view and the put down of of, of the black man himself. I mean, it started from yesteryears when we first stepped foot on the shore. The best way to break up a black family is to, to is to belittle and put down the black man, and that's been perpetuated throughout the years as far as how we've been perceived, you know, in, in the movies, you know, you know, you can. So, go are you saying? Let me ask you this though, bro. Are you saying that Donald Trump um, is, is is doing this, or administration, or people that he's with is is is, is that kind of your point? Well, my point is, is and. and, and, and and I, first of all, I can't get into. You can only look at the evidence, right? He okay. Away. Okay. He, he lived off the fear. He he found that 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 clip, um, what I call the um, um that that niche. I meant, um, where he knows that the, the underlying current of 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 American history has been about race issues, and so, and he knows that when it comes to those that are more empowered, those who have more money uh, from, from, from a lineage throughout the years are people of the other right. So let me, throw, really- let me throw this out to, 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 the, to the whole panel then. 
So so let me ask you the the whole panel and and guys just start chiming in at this point. Um, do you feel like um, to to Tyrone's point is the Trump administration and, and Donald Trump himself overtly playing the race card in 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 causing this a uh, uh, anti sentiment against black men? How do y'all feel? Look, I'm a big believer that when there's chaos, there's opportunity. But when it comes to the opportunity, the opportunity for whom? And it's those that's in power. That's right. So, so, so there's a there's a couple of things. Um, the first thing is I, I I don't believe that it's definitely overt. I think it's more of a covert covert action. Um, there's so many subliminal messages going out constantly. And when you talk about psyche, when you talk about making people feel a certain way about themselves, whether that's uh, positive or negative. So he, this guy has tapped into uh, the force, if you will, um, to simultaneously make white men feel like he is now going to reinstate them back at the top. Uh, because President Obama, former President Obama, was an affront to everything they held dear, right? So they they take they took his exceptionalism as an affront to their mediocrity, right? So any any black man that is successful, um, you can't be as overt as you'd like to be because he he can see you coming. But the, someone referenced a con man before. The the best thing about a con man is that you don't see him coming because if you did, right. you could prepare and you can you can make sure that you have those mechanisms in place to try and. Uh, dwarf him or stop what he's doing, but it's a it's a right. very covert thing. Um, it, it's a subliminal thing, and we've got to be careful not to fall into the the traps that we even sometimes in the media you're reading. Even I read certain things. You're like, wait a minute, wow. Well, hold on, wait. Let me let me qualify what this article is saying here before I start internalizing my feelings on this issue. So we got to be careful. And, and how we read and how we interpret what we are hearing because a lot of this is subliminal. Yeah, and here's the thing. Um, just look at his campaign slogan, Make America Great Again. Right? You know, Make America Great Again. Exactly. You know, that's a good point because I think black people, we interpreted that a particular way. I didn't mean to cut you off, so keep continue your point. But But I think that's a great point that you brought up. Yeah, you know, I mean, because if you look at it from face value, you know, like if you talk as a black man, like you say, make America great again. Like, tell me when America was great for us. You know, is it when right. you know we were we were broken up, when we were, you know, torn apart from families, when we were like going through the Jim Crow era, when we were fighting for our civil rights? You know, when they were inflating, you know, our neighborhoods with drugs in the seventies. You know, when we were fighting right. for our piece of education, you know, we're still waiting for America to be great to us, you know, but, but off the sweat and blood and tears of, you know, our answers to us, you know, we made America great for them. So I think, you know, they, when I say they, those who believe in that phrase, make America great again, it's a lopsided situation where they, you know, you know I want to go back to where, you know, we were on top. I think that's what it is. I think that they feeling that power is, you know, slipping away from them. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So, but okay, and and and, uh, and I feel all those points. I think what we'll wind up doing, fellas, we're going to take a quick break, right? And and when we come back, I, I really want the listeners to understand, and and I really want us to 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 even go deeper and pour our souls into into helping them understand how we feel as black men, though, because I know how I felt. I felt a, a, a real shift, I should say, when America elected Trump. Not that they elected a Republican president, but they elected Donald Trump. And I felt a certain way, I think, as a black man. And so that's really, you know, that, that that's really where I, I want us to take it. So Everybody just hold on. You're listening to Hip Politics. I got some great brothers on having a great conversation. Black men speak tonight, race, politics, and we'll talk about corporate America as well. In a few minutes, we'll be right back. You're listening to politics, everybody.
they went back. Uh, Chester giving me a hard time. He thinks I don't know how to control the board, but uh, little does he know kicking him out tonight. But uh, anyway, welcome to our conversation, Black Men Speak. Great conversation with the brothers tonight, everybody. It's very, very rare that you get to hear directly from black men, and I mean positive black men, positive role models out here, people that are doing the thing, have, you know, great careers, great family men, uh, great values, and that's that's the type of brothers that we have on the line. And um, so you guys know who's here. We had uh, two more people uh, join us, uh, our brother Andy, we call him Hook, and then uh, MP, uh, brother Marvin is here as well. So We'll get their take on it, but fellas, before we went to break, um, you know, like I told you, you guys all broke your cherries, so Chester, can you give them a clap since they broke their cherries? Hey, uh, right. Uh, <laughs> 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 Thank you, Chester. That's right. No, lo- no longer radio virgins, guys, so toast to you. How many of you guys have drinks right now in your hand? Let me, I'm just wondering. <laughs> number three, number three. All right, uh, Drill, I know you got something. Cooley, what do you got? What are you drinking on, man? I know you're sipping on something. It's something nice and neat, you know me? <laughs> hey, 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 look, look, you got a bottle of wine? You got, you got some wine sitting there? Nah, brother, I'm, I'm under the weather, man. I'm drinking some water right Okay, all right, all right. Well, y'all, y'all don't know these these brothers, man. They some classy cats. Now I know, uh, I know everybody was sipping on something, but um, yeah, yeah. tonight, you guys, like I said, um, you know, before we went to break, fellas, I, I really wanted to, I, I need us to get across to the audience how we actually feel as black men as we navigate through this maze that we call America. And I know we kid around with it a lot, but one of the things that I say is that um, we are, you know, bilingual, some of us trilingual in the sense that there's a way, there's a language that we communicate with each other, you know, there's a, a language that we communicate to with the majority, which makes us bilingual, but what makes us even multilingual is that we also have a language that's sort of like an unspoken language where we can understand each other and we understand certain codes. And it sometimes amazes me that um, when some people try to make us seem like we're crazy because we pick up on their codes and we know exactly what they're trying to say. And I, I don't know if anybody else has experienced that, but even within corporate America, you, you, can, you pick up on the code, you understand exactly what's going on, and sometimes people think that they're speaking over your head. Has anybody experienced anything like that? No doubt. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, all the time. No and, every, and, every day and, of your career. And, and and how we and and how do we how do we navigate that? Because I know for me, it used to be really really frustrating. I, I would have to go to the bathroom. So to, I mean, or call one of you guys, right? <laughs> and just really be like, this is unbelievable. You know, um, I remember I was in a meeting, fellas, one time, and they slipped up and they started talking about the, the uh, Dr. King holiday. <laughs> so <laughs> it was, you know, they, they had put their foot in it. Now, these are people I work with every day, you know, and they started talking. They, and they were calling Dr. King Martin Luther. The, the, the Martin Luther holiday, not Dr. King. And they were talking about mm. how, uh, you know, it doesn't get celebrated uh, here or there, you know. And um, 
it, it was it was really an amazing experience when you know they had really put their foot in their mouths and I was sitting in the room and they really didn't know how I was going to react to to the situation but I know we've all had some yeah. some interesting situations in 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 corporate America anybody have anything yeah yeah I'm, I'm going to just say this real quick um yeah I, I had the pleasures of uh, of of working both in corporate America and um and in the government um, both in, in civil service as well as the military, and as well as working um, across seas. It's an everyday thing. Perception is an everyday thing. Um, and there are standards as we, as black, black men and women, um, as we go into our workplace that we have to fight against. Um, a good example of that today, today, you're talking to a highly educated, successful brother, but walking in the office today and a white leadership um, looked at me and was throwing up gang signs. Like, is this how you do it? And this is in front of a sister. And she was trying to be joking. You know, there's mm-hmm. a little lot more to that story. But I'm like, no, that's not a gang sign. That look like you're, you know, you, you know, have cerebral palsy. No, not to, you know, my uh, uh, those with that disability. But I had to, you know, just put her in a place, and and just those things where where they, it's like these, they feel not they. And again, I'm not making it sound like every person has this issue. But when you have what are called privileges. Or that you don't have, uh, others don't have to work as hard as you do. It's it's a up, it's an everyday battle, and not every every brother that's on this call has their own path, their own journey. And so one 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 way to do things is not necessarily will fit in other per in, in another man's life, but it boils mm-hmm. down to you and what how you a view yourself, your beliefs, and most importantly where do you see yourself going. And if you allow certain things to hinder you or, or, or take you off your path, you you pretty much given them the victory. And that can go for any aspect of your life. Yeah, that's a that's, a, that's but, such a great point. I, such a great point. Someone's gonna say something. See, this is this is the thing, and and this is what I've learned. Um, I, I had a mentor. Um, Many years ago, and he always told me, um, "You can be you can be professional and firm at the same time." You know mm-hmm. ab- about um, what their expectations. What I mean, you let them know what their expectations are. So when they come with you to you with that, you know, um, foolishness. You know where where they think they're they're being funny, and you let them know. In a professional manner, I have no idea what you're talking about. You know, you let them know that that don't get it twisted. That this is about business, and I'm not going to sit here joking around with you about that. And you just, I mean, you 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 set your standard, and and you make them respect that standard. So, That's see, when you do, do that, though, what's the perception that they have of us after that? It depends. Uh, some of them, um, they're going to be. Because I, I think, you're gonna I have think some the perception comes across like we're angry. And, and I think that's where, 
you know, it's because because I hear your point and and I, I certainly agree with it, but then we we wind up getting labeled, to, to in, in my but, opinion, and that that's where the navigation all, becomes really really difficult. But we're already labeled. We're already labeled. If if you approach me with with that mindset, you you you, you treat me like I'm um I'm some kind of step and fetch it. That I'm I'm not gonna um speak up and 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 say no no it's it, that that's not not what it's not about right there. It's about this. So we're gonna we're gonna be one of the one of the two. You're gonna be labeled angry, or you're gonna be labeled you know what I'm saying um somebody they're gonna treat you like like you don't have any work. Anyway. How do we know? How do we know what battles to 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 really fight though? Because I'm gonna tell you, I'll tell you who's a, a who who comes to mind when I think about these examples. So this brother has his own business, um, and he has and and uh, all the brothers on this call know that that we receive texts and and um, certain things in in our group chats from from Hook when when he has a client and 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 they kind of get slick with it and, and hook now you've had plenty of experiences where um you know you've shared some 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 sort of um you know maybe uh uh well racist moments that you've had and 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 tell me how how do, how do you figure tell us how you figure out what battles that 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 you want to fight how do you pick and choose which battles that that you either do something Say something, or, or you know, and and in what way, bro? Hook. All right, I think we lost. I think we lost Hook, fellas. My bad. But just to to the whole panel, how do we get? How do we know which battles? How do how do you choose which battles? When you're gonna say something, and how you're gonna say it? How forceful should we be as we're talking through? These situations, um, particularly in corporate America, where your purse, you, you know, your money is tied to this thing too. No, bro, yeah, there, so this is no drill, Mark. Here, bro. There, there's no, there's no right or wrong answer here, bro. But it's a gray matter, and and, and you're going to have to make that decision day by day. But I think for all of us, you have to always walk into this situation, situation, and, and make certain that you that you uh, demand respect. So just because right. sometimes, just at times you some sometimes you're gonna have to you need to speak up immediately, and put not so much I don't know if you want to say put people in their place, but you have to let people know what you're going to stand for and what you're not going to stand for. I mean I've been like all of you guys been in corporate America my whole career, and there have been plenty of times I've had to pull, and usually it's been a Caucasian male a Caucasian male aside <laughs> for something they've said in reference to me. Take them either take them outside, take them in a conference room, and kind of, in a certain way, I guess, lay down the law and say, "This is X, Y, and Z, and if you have an issue with me, you need to speak directly to me, but you're going to speak directly to me in a respectful way, like I'm going to continue to speak to you and work with you in a respectful way." So do we find thing, ourselves always care. having to educate, fellas? Do do you find yourselves in a constant state of having to educate? You you, I, you do, Mark. Uh, this is Drell, because everybody thinks that you're familiar, right? Everybody treats mm-hmm. you like you're that brother that they've seen day after day after day because they they think that our experiences are the same. They think that we were raised the same. 
They think that we all know every gang sign, that we all know the same music. They don't, they don't understand the complexity that is blackness, right? So you're, you're constantly trying to educate people on seeing us as individuals and then culturally educating them on the complexities of blackness um, so that they get a little bit of the understanding of kind of where we're coming from. But I, I wanted to say uh, to the latter point, uh, when you talked about um, being able to navigate corporate America, I have to say I, when I was on the bench, I, um, I had an officer come to my court um, looking for me. And on this particular day, I was covering three different courts. And when he got there, it was about 2 o'clock, and um, I, I walked in. I immediately went into another set of hearings, and the, my secretary tells me that um, this officer called, and he was upset, a white officer called, and he was upset because he could not reach me and he needed something from me. And uh, he immediately said, ah, oh, you know, he's taking a long lunch time, huh? uh, CP time, is what he says to my oh, wow. secretary. Uh, so he doesn't understand and nor does he care that I covered three different courts that day. So she told me what he said. When he walked in, I immediately, as the brother said before, had to call him out on it. I said, you know, mm-hmm. officer, have a seat. I said, explain to me what you meant by me taking an extended lunch again uh, this CP time. Explain to me what it is, sir, that you meant. And I looked him dead in his face. And he turned bright red. He was embarrassed. Oh, you know, I, I didn't mean anything by it. I, you know, I just kind of said it. I said, no, 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 no. I said, you need to understand that this perception at play here. So I had to explain to him how uh, disheartened I was, how disappointed I was that he would call my office needing something from me. And because I wasn't available on his time, he then tries to paint me uh, in a stereotypical manner. Um, so when we had that conversation, um, it, took, it lasted about 10 or 15 minutes of me telling him, asking him, did he know my schedule, asking him, did he know, has he ever been a judge, does he know what, what that looks like, has he ever had to manage three courts, has he, and by the way, I hadn't eaten at that point either, so I was hot, um, <laughs> so, because I've been working all day, I had to deal with this mess. So finally, he leaves, and the next week, the next week on his day off, he came to see me. Teary-eyed, red-faced again, and apologized profusely by for saying what he said, and 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 said that you know we've always had a working relationship. You've always been professional with me and courteous. I don't know why I said that. I apologize. I accepted his apology, and I told him we have to be accountable for what we say because words have power, and that I could not let him get away with that comment, and it was a done deal. But right. I had to, at that point, as the brothers say, set the record straight and let him know that's unacceptable. And you're not going to say anything about me, and it rides. That's not going to happen. And, 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 if say, and if, if I may say real quick, uh, Brother Young, uh, you know, I appreciate what you just said. And 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 to me, um, I don't think it's we, – the onus should not be on us to educate. And matter of fact, I think it's more or less, and more often, it's, I think it's more they feel like they have the right or the privilege to say or expect anything. And yes, mm-hmm. um, um, I, one of the things 
and I'm, I'm not sure if you know we we have um, not every one of your listeners um, I believe in believe in Christ. One of the things I, I I constantly do is just pray for wisdom, because going back to what you said, Brother Jarrell, is how you navigate. How do you navigate? You know your corporate America or your throughout your business. You know the, there are landmines out there, and not every battle you have to fight. And if I could just just ask for wisdom, you know, and, and be granted wisdom to know how to navigate. Then and only then, you know, um, I can, you know, continue to move beyond those barriers that had been set uh, made before me. Yeah, but uh, okay. as well said. To, to your to your point, though, if, if you have have the opportunity to educate, I mean, like like that situation right there was a teachable moment. Not everybody's going to be as receptive as that to to that situation but if you you have a, a opportunity with someone you know that you work with that you deal with on a regular basis that you can educate them on look your stereotypes don't apply to all all black people or to any ethnicity you need to, and, and that causes them to check themselves and they go away from that meeting and the next black person they 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 meet or anybody that they meet, they deal with the deal with that individual on their own merit as opposed to a stereotype. That's got to be a plus. I'm on a panel, I'm yeah, so, totally agree. I, I think I, I think you know you call it a teachable moment, but I do still think you know it is teachable. But you're you're demanding respect not just for yourself, but you're you're demanding respect for any person of color that that person will come into contact with later exactly. in life. Exactly. exactly. But this is the thing, guys. So, MP, like, I, I feel you, but doesn't it get, like, for me, it gets exhausting always having to carry the mantle, right? I mean, it is the burden that we have to that we have to live with mm-hmm. and we have to carry. But, damn, guys, it it it, it gets exhausting. Like, it, it's it's it, always a, an education. There's always a battle. When you when you walk mm-hmm. through those doors in corporate America, I, I remember, fellas, and this is real talk, no joke. In the parking lot, you got to get prayed up. You got to get your mind right. You got to mm-hmm. know that there's a whole bunch of stuff coming to you, overtly, covertly, inadvertently, mm-hmm. coming at you from yes, all sir. different directions. If you're a manager, yep. particularly when you're a oh, manager, yeah. drill you VP. And stuff like mm-hmm. that, and it doesn't even matter what level you're on, right? But the the right. higher the level you go, fellas, this is what happens. Your your stuff is always questioned. How many of us have been sitting in a room full of managers? You say mm-hmm. something, you you have a suggestion, right? And it's everybody gets deer in the headlights. Your coworker says the same thing. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, mm-hmm. "Oh my God, that yes, yes, let's try it, let's do it." I, I mean, it, it, and it's like, yeah. "Hello, I just, I just right. said it." It's, it, it's, it, and, and, yeah, it, and again, I, I mean, go ahead, fellas, go ahead. So uh, this you is know Bill what? again. I'm going to be quiet after this, but I, I had so I, I just started the new role. Um, we were trying to figure out how to map something, and. They couldn't figure it out. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm new to the team. I've got fresh eyes, so let me take a look at it. So I, so I take a look at it. They're, they're down for me taking a look at it. 
I give them my recommendation, and it's like, like whatever, right? So fast forward three months. Three months later, <laughs> they come up with a bright idea, which is my idea three months prior, and now everything is mapped in that way. <laughs> and you look and you're like, like seriously? Like you hired me for a certain set of skill set. I, I, I give you that skill set. I give you what you are paying for, and you completely discount it. Now three months later, three months of work have gone by, three months of inactivity, no pro- productivity at all, and now we're back to the same idea. But now it's your idea so we can move forward. You know, I, I, that's, that's, yeah. that's, 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 I think we've all experienced that, right? Go ahead. Now, yeah, so I, I've had that situation happen after I've left the company have proposed something, walked through walked through the idea, have done all the research, they decide not to do it. Then call me later on after I leave a company. You know that X, Y, and Z you talked about? That was really a great idea. We're, I'm like, it's too late now, guys. <laughs> but I, I, I think that's just a – unfortunately, it's just a general problem that we have. We're going to have – particularly as black men. You know, I know – you know, I'm no disrespect to our sisters, but I, I do think – our sisters have it somewhat easier in corporate America than we do. And that doesn't mean because I say easier, their road is just fine with roses. Right, right. But I, do, I do think they have it easier than us than in corporate America than brothers because I do think just inherently Caucasians for whatever reason, and then even people, foreign people who see all these neg- negative stereotypes yeah. of us on TV, they, they just they have this, this disposition against us. So well, here's Mark, the you say you're tired? Oh, yeah. Oh, you're yeah. you're going to be tired. I think we're all tired. So my my yeah. wife keeps telling me, you know, <laughs> hey, Jay, watch what you say, you know. <laughs> you know, I, and, you know and I have to check what I say sometimes, you know. True talk. You know, but one time, you know, uh, we all have this, you know, this conservative uh, young guy, you know, on our job, you know. And I have I had to approach him because the one two two words that uh, was said tonight was privilege and teachable, and I believe in both of them. You know, I believe that um, especially this generation, you know, and um, that we live in today, you know, on the opposite side of the fence, that they do feel privileged. You know, and I had to um, really use that teachable moment to to educate. You know, and it, it was um, through the whole uh, campaign with Trump and everything, and and he was talking about you know. Why black people, you know, you know, not taking advantage per se, you know, and and I had to use that moment. I said, you know what, we're not even really a, a generation removed from our civil rights, you know, and then we, then you're talking about over a hundred years of Jim Crow, and then before that you're talking about three hundred plus years of institutionalized slavery. You 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 brainwashed us, you broke broke up our family. You know, even to this day, you know, even with um, welfare assistance and, and what have you, um, the miseducation of the black man, you know, um, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. our history is white American history. You're not even teaching us our mm-hmm. history, you know. Mm-hmm. And then and, and from the financial side of things, educational side of things, social side of things, you know, we, 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 we haven't even gotten off the starting block. So let, let's look at your back history. You have your history. You have like generations who pass along housing, pass along savings, pass along education. 
You know, you didn't have to worry about somebody coming in and breaking up your family or writing mm-hmm. laws and say that you can't do this or, or you have to drink from this water fountain or you have to sit on the back of the bus, you know, um, or uh, all these aspects, you know. And so mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, when I got finished saying these things to this person who had no idea of why black society are is, is some state that they're in, it's because really – Let's let's point the finger. It's because of our history in this country, you know, and it's been being perpetuated through, you know, <laughs> to this day. You know, I mean, look at look at look at um, our educational system. You know, you look at uh, a, a black school or majority black school. You know, they have nearly not as many resources as you know on the northern side of town and what have you. You know, you, you look at you look at our, our, our education. So I mean, our jobs. You know, you know, I ride the train every day. I see how our people are, are work hard. You know, and you know, mm-hmm. remedial jobs mm-hmm. and what have you. You know, and then you see some of corporate America get on there, and you know, and I and I ride the train like that every day. And I'm a professional black man, right? And when I see a, a white man get on the train, and there's a seat open right beside me. But he chose to stand up and ride the whole line all the way down. I'm like, dude, really? Because, you, know, you don't want to sit beside me, really? Like, you're making me tired just looking at you, and I know your your bad. Right? You know? Hey, hey, I'm hey, bro, hey, bro. I, I, I ain't sitting next to you either. You, you still got that. that beard. You still got that big beard, right? I ain't sitting next yeah, to you either. That beard, yeah, 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 I do, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they might think I might be some type of terrorist. But yeah, yeah, to, that point, to that point, to that point. But also, if you look at how the laws of this land is, is you know, a lot of it's coming about. Let's look at the, the penal system, right? Now, and just something real simple. If if a if a young black man catch a charge, a felony charge, they no longer can get access to to student loans, federal money, to educate voting. themselves. How about from voting? The right. Good, good point. And, and voting. voting. That's right. Those things are, are in place to marginalize and keep us out. If you can, and going back to that quote-unquote starting block that um, our Brother Jay had just um, spoke to, those are the, the traps that are are, are vis- invisibly in place that you know, we a lot of us don't speak to it, but those are things that gets us, our black men, at an early age where they starting further behind the block in life. I think, hey, you, you guys are hitting all the cylinders, fellas. We're hitting all the cylinders. Let's take a quick break. Let's let people get their groove on. You're listening to Black Men Speak, talking race. We're talking politics. Now we're on corporate America navigating that. We're going to take a quick break, everybody. We'll be right back. <laughs>
right, everybody, welcome back to Hip Politics. Little Mob Deep Shook Ones. Out here with the brothers tonight, black men speaking. Something you don't really hear. You know, you, you hear us speaking, but guess what? You got to be an athlete. You got to be an entertainer. Um, you know, that's what you would think everybody is. But tonight, you know, I, I, I have the real brothers here. I have men who are family men, who are uh, uh, accomplished, who are talented brothers, who are uh, entrepreneurs who are high-level executives, and, and they're here, and they're giving us their opinions on on everything. And, and really, fellas, when's the last time we had a, um, you know, people have been able to hear from us? Usually, it's the it's the sisters that that you know it's that you hear from, you know, about the you know lack of men and this, that, and the other. But I, I don't know. It's not too often that you get to hear from us on substantive issues. Am I wrong on that? No, I'm not at all. True. No, the uh, only, only time we talk is really in the barbershop. That's we right. Barbershop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, I didn't know you go to the barbershop. I, I cut my hair in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but the barbershop is the safe zone. I mean, you, you get some wild stuff. Right. I mean, and even the thing about the the barbershop, which is cool, which is, is, is kind of what I'm kind of simulating here, I'm giving people, and not me, but we're giving people a glimpse of what it is like in the barbershop. We talk about all kinds of things, but the the one thing about the shop, too, you know, we get to deal with in-house, what I call in-house issues as well. Because, frankly, yeah, we we could talk all night, right, but there are some in-house issues that we always deal with that um, other people wouldn't see. You know, they're not Mm -hmm. not exposed to that kind of thing because – well, well, let me let, let's take a let's take a poll on a couple of things, fellas. Let, let's go down the line. Tell me if you classify yourself as a liberal, conservative, or moderate. Uh, let's start with Drill. I would definitely say. Well, you didn't say centrist, but I would say centrist. Uh, moderate. Well, I, I consider moderate centrist. So yeah, I got you. All right, center left or center right, bro. Drill. Were you asking? Oh, I'm sorry. Center left, man. Center left. Liberal, moderate, conservative. Well, I'm more. I'm, I think I'm more. I think I'm more moderate. You know, but it depends on the subject matter. You know. Okay. Okay. But but overall, now of course, now I I agree. Some things people are going to be more progressive. Some people are going to be more conservative. But if you just had to go overall, if you had to jump in one box or the other, what would it be? Moderate. I would say independent conservative. Independent conservative. Hook, what about you, bro? Moderate. Moderate. Um, Cooley, what about you? I lost Cooley, fellas. Uh, so it's interesting to me, and, and I would put myself somewhere in the middle myself. But it's interesting, MP. What about you? I don't know, bro. We talk all the time. What do you think I am? <laughs> uh, bro, you complex. Uh, I'll tell you that. <laughs> wow. yeah, yeah, let's say complex. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Marv, ultra, that's your new name. Liberal. Your new name is complex. <laughs> 
bro. Okay. <laughs> With the K. With the K. Complex. That's his hip hop name. It's the complex with the K, to your point, y'all. <laughs> it's complicated. <laughs> it's complicated. Exactly. And, you know what? You're hard to, to, to judge, but I, I think, you know, similar to what, what Bone said, you know, some, some issues, um, you know, I definitely say you're progressive, uh, but I, no, I that say was, that, that, Jay, that you also, uh, Jay, excuse me, but I, I say also, though, that you, that you're definitely conservative on some points too, you know. But, and, but and I would say it, I'm probably more, I'm probably moderate to the left. Moderate left, okay. So center left, yeah. I feel that. But you know what's interesting? Most people put all black people. Let's just take black men out of the equation, and just black people in general. Most people put all of us in the the hyper liberal corner. Right. Right. Yeah, I, don't, I don't even And I think that. that's the craziest thing. Yeah. I, I've been preaching yeah, this guy for years and years and years. I think that's yeah, the craziest thing. It's I, I don't label. get it. You know, uh, it's labeled. The you know, thing to, is, to, to black people, what, what, you know, it's, it's more religion <laughs> than anything. So that that comes with a lot, a lot, a lot of values. So right. you're like super, super liberal. That that's, that even sounds crazy to me. It doesn't, doesn't even <laughs> it doesn't make sense at all. Because, uh, you know, we're the most uh, praying people there on, on planet Earth. <laughs> right. Uh, when, it comes to, when it comes to a lot of values, man, we, we do have a lot of values that we stick to. So, yeah, yeah that's not crazy to me as well. <laughs> I mean, it, it, you, uh, you're right. And, and, and uh, T. Shaw, I know you were trying to say something. Chime in before I uh, comment. Uh, um, it, be, because we want... <laughs> We want the uh, the playing field to be to be level, and if it's not, you know, what I'm saying we want it to be even. But they don't want they want it to be tilted their way. So if, if there's anything outside of what they believe or they want, that's liberal because it's going against their interests. I mean, I, I, I consider my, myself a moderate. You know, I'm middle of the road. Um, I don't consider you a moderate, issues. not even a little bit. Right. <laughs> I don't even. But that's just that's just. I'm keeping it real on that, bro. I don't consider you a moderate at all, bro. <laughs> but okay, if you if you say so, we'll ride. We're gonna ride with that for tonight. Go ahead. All right, you're a moderate. Go ahead. Oh, well, hold on, hold on, bro. <laughs> what am I? What do you consider me then, Doc? You 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 kind of you you not you you kind of radical. Actually, man, you, you that 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 ten percent of the radical, the, the you know like Black Pantherish, you know. Oh. But hey, you know that's just my take. So. Yeah, y'all y'all brothers know him as well, if not better than I do. So yeah, so y'all know y'all know what he, you know what I'm saying he could be full of BS. <laughs> I don't even have to explain that. I know I don't. I know y'all brothers know this case. <laughs> but listen, but, but what's what's funny to you though, fellas, is this. Go ahead. Who's who's gonna say something? Hey, MJ. Now this this has been a real good talk. So yeah, what what are we expecting as as a people in, the, in your listeners? What for your listeners? Where where do we go from here? I mean, do we? Do we look for this utopia where we have the level playing field? Do we just continue to fight our own personal battles? I mean, what what is the output? What do you think? Bro, <laughs> it, 
I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, fellas, I tell you, to be honest, at least my opinion, we're not fighting this battle for us anymore. That that day is gone. We're fighting for our children and our children's children at the point. So everything that we do today is is not for this generation. It's for the next two. But okay, MP, and and so Bone, I think I think that's a great question, and MP, I, I so respect that point. But but I guess I, I want to bring it back to to this. You know, when when I'm asking the question that I'm asking, it, it's more for. I don't know. I, I guess I want us to 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 really understand that. Um, you know, like you say, MP, we're 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 fighting this for the future generations and things of that nature. But to a certain extent, I feel like our fight has been hijacked. I, I, don't, I think our, our fight right now, guys, I, I don't yes, really even yes, think that we yes, even yes. understand. We, I, don't, I, don't even th- I think our, our fight has been so convoluted, so diluted, it has become, um, to a certain extent, more of a moneymaker and more of a show. And I, I, don't, I don't even think that we're all fighting for the same thing. Come on. Um, you know, I, I feel like we've been hijacked you know, by um, particular entities that have things to gain and have said, okay, um, you know, they compare themselves to, to, to the African-American struggle but still have certain privileges that you don't have, that we don't have as African-Americans. So I, 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 I'm just, you know, that's kind of where I'm going with, with this conversation. Yeah, this is a part two radio show, my brother. <laughs> yes, this you is what? that dance, really. I did the two. dance. Did that I dance real dancing. well. Oh my God! You right. danced around oh. a lot of a lot of terms right there. I did. I, I thought you I was danced, pretty bro. straightforward. That wasn't straightforward. It was straightforward no, like to us. Part. You I danced like a little bit. I okay. Well, listen, because because okay, because there is, there is a dance and it, it is this navigation like we're talking about, fellas. The the thing is, if you think about it. I don't want to be offensive towards any any group, but I do feel like that everybody, and I'll, I'll give you a perfect example, and I've talked about this with almost every single one of you guys. And, and I'm going to use the analogy of Iraq in this. When you have, it, there's, it's impossible for another country to go into another country and liberate that country. Any country should have their own heroes, right? If there's a revolution what? in a particular country, they should have their own heroes, and peop- that 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 leader or that group hey. of leaders should be so so revered that it makes people from around the world coalesce around them. That's what we found in hey. Dr. King, right? Go but, ahead. But you know, but look what but look what happened to him. Look okay. What, look what happened to Malcolm X, Mega okay. Evers. You know, look at okay. So look at even our, even our modern day so and called you know um, leaders. You know, are puppets. You know, well, I mean, let me, let, me, let me chime in here, brother Jay. Uh, and and I, I like I like what you said, brother Jarrell, about um, uh, every country has their own heroes. But I like to take a step further. Every country has their own ideas as well, right? But I can only speak for this country. And when right. you have I, competing ideas, it, it becomes convoluted. And you're going to always have those who come in second where the ultimate idea um, 
of those who 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 have call it what it is, more power, more more privilege, more heavy. They want to sustain their idea and let everyone else live up to that or come to their own views to their idea. Everything starts with the idea, right? Everything starts with the thought, right? And and if 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 and if our ideas don't align, there's going to always be someone that's going to be oppressed or feel oppressed. The hijacking though Talk to me about the hijacking Of you know another Because the analogy that I'm making Fellas and, and just so we're clear when, when I talk about Iraq I'm just saying I'm using that as a way To, to, to bring back to us As African Americans We had those particular heroes That were part of the African American Struggle So hey, if there's another group that struggles where is the, Where are their heroes that hmm. will make people coalesce around this struggle? Will will make people see it? See, as black people, we didn't say, right. "Well, it's it's just like the Jews of old," or we didn't, you know, we didn't we didn't go there. So I, I, that, but, that's kind of, that's my point. But but here's well, the thing, Mark. You know, and this is my opinion. This is my opinion. You know, anytime that you start like. Um, Gathering this idea, like bringing uh, African American men together, or you know, to for a positive change, there will always be you know that force to try to break it up. You know, right. regardless of the, the good intent. You know, uh, we uh, we have to depend on our. Let me, I'm just saying, our God, our prayer for life. You know, because right. we can't do this by might or, or. But we have to. I mean, we just have to just you know. Um, Lift each other up, you know, because I guarantee the the, the next time a, a leader shows his face, you know, I, I guarantee you that it's somehow just like I'm, I'm like Black Lives Matter. I'm bringing that up as an example, you know, you know they they're gonna have a spin on it, you know, um, um, anything that has to deal with you know our our fight uh, for justice, you know, whether it be you know the 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 laws, you know, uh, whether it be you know, financial, whether it be social, you know, it it will always be something just to keep us down and burdened. And you know, and 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 it, I mean, that's why I said that I don't think it w- will happen. I don't think it will ever happen. The only way it's going to happen is like if we have our own country. Period. Well, so so let me let me just say this: no, we we say we we say. We make these points like black people have always agreed. We haven't, right? You know, you, you, sure. there, there was strife between the civil rights leaders, big strife. Right. You, know, you had the, right. the the competitiveness between Abernathy and King and Andrew Young, and then you had mm-hmm. you know uh, Dana Preston, who uh, right, but uh, just on the nonviolent side, you had you know Dana Rustin. Uh, fighting with King because he felt like, or, or Sophie Carmichael, who they felt was too radical. So n- none of our leaders ever really agreed about anything, but there was a sense of a collective good, a, 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 an idea or a state that we were working toward. Because we're all going to have our own standards. We're all going to feel like our way is the right way to go about things. But mm-hmm. where I find right now the problem is is the fragmentation of the the end state. Nobody, everybody's end state is different as well. I, I, I can deal with the different channels of getting there, but my God, can we at least agree that we're all going to that same place? 
We're trying to right. get to the same place that we have equality, that we have representation, that we have proper education for our kids, that our kids are, are on equal playing field. Um, you know, there are certain principles that I think we just need to have agreement on, um, but the methods and how they get there, I, I can understand the differences. Why don't we have be there. It's natural. Drew, why don't we have agreement? So there, for me, there's a couple things. Uh, one, one of the, the biggest things for me is money, right? So, right. so when you get a group of people uh, and you have, let's say, a chosen leader, and remember, a lot of our leaders uh, who were really effective came from grassroots efforts, right, from the bottom mm-hmm. up through the people. But when you have someone chosen at the top, which is driven really by money, then that person, as they alluded to earlier, is then seen as the, the puppet or the, the spokesperson for all black America. And, and so that's the one issue because there's a disconnect between the grassroots effort and then those chosen to lead black people. That, that's, that's the first, that's one of the things. Um, but okay. again, I, I remembered a long time ago hearing that if you uh, control the checkbook, you control the agenda. And a lot of our right. issues, I believe, um, because of the lack of capital or because of the lack of allocation of capital, uh, we, we are at a disadvantage all the time because we're constantly Absolutely. dependent on someone else to give us that checkbook and, and so expecting that agenda, let me put, that agenda let, is let not me attached. Let me put back on you. Yeah, and, and, and so all of us on that on the call tonight would only agree. There's no question, but I'm, I'm going to push back and say, and play devil's advocate. Well, y'all are also the biggest consumers of any other group out there. 20% less of the population. You're 20% or less of the population, but then you're, you're still the biggest consumers out there. And then you tell me that um, you're at an economic disadvantage. And, and see, I, I wouldn't sorry, say Mark, it's on I, capital because I totally agree with, with you saying, you know, a lot of it is about money, basically, at the end of the day. But to me, we overcome that with education and and and, and being educated. Not just so much education in terms of you got to have a secondary degree or you have to have a, a master's or a doctorate or whatever, but right. being educated about the facts of what's happening within our our life itself within this U.S. economy itself. Until we become more educated and be more interested in what's going on in our world versus the Atlanta Housewives or versus, versus what happens in the NBA and versus what happens, you know, on Black Star, Come we're on, always going to be at a disadvantage. So but we need you don't money, have representation, But when you don't have representation and you have government entities and people in power funneling money away from those public work uh, uh, aspects of the society, like public education, like Head Start, like, you know, in some cases, Planned Parenthood for, uh, for, uh, for birth control and helping them understand what happens and how you control yourself. And when you, when you have these different entities and you're funneling away all those things, a lot of that money goes to what you're saying, education. And they use these, this coded language they put right, they, they right. make they make something a one a one issue uh subject knowing that it's, most things are very layered uh but they make it a one issue point and because of that something gets moved and then they're with it all that education that you're talking about 
So, again, I'm with you as well. I think it's a very uh, cogent point, but, but it also leads back to the money as well. It, it does, and I'm, and I'm in agreement with you there. I just think, though, too, when there's not that, that – if you, if you can't get to that money layer or, or to get to that money layer, you have to, we have to be, be more educated on issues. And a lot of it, it starts at home. You know, all those programs sure. you name, they're right on point. But we have to do a better job of educating the peoples in our family and our community ourselves. Amen, bro. So let me I, ask you guys: I, I do believe have, have, yeah, our I programs, have the programs that 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 are out there in place have they helped us? Have they helped the community? Or have they hurt the community? I'm still waiting on my 40 acres and a mule. <laughs> Don't hold your breath, brother. <laughs> well, you know, uh, well, and I guarantee you, you you're talking about. Because yeah, when it comes you, to programs, um, that's a that's a blanket thing, right? It, it is. So one it, of, it is. One of the um, one of the brothers uh, just mentioned about Head Start, right? And mm-hmm. we really think about um, just that program alone, especially in the Black rural community where. Where yes. um, my my twin um, and family was raised, that mm-hmm. I, I look back and still see the benefits of that and how it helped Absolutely. not just prepared us for that quote unquote educational system, but it instilled confidence um, 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 in in me as an individual even at that at that age, because coming from a rural com- community, you only knew the kids your siblings and the kids in that area, but also you get more of a structured learning prior to getting, it, it literally means getting a head start on the educational system that you're about to be introduced to. And, and, and I really think something like that is so important in communities, um, especially the black community where you have a, a lot of times single parents, single moms out there, Who's trying to, you know, to raise, you know, kids and provide as much as they can? No, not to the black men, mm-hmm. but I think a, a lot of black black men can uh, really step up in those areas and take care of the, you know, the kids. For those black men that's listening, that step up. So I think you're, I think you're right. But when, and, and the thing is, though, Jay, one of the things we have way too many single. We have. I'm sorry, T, I'm sorry, Bone. We we have way too many single moms. Now, now we know, statistically speaking, children that come from a two-parent household are more likely to be successful and, and, and navigate the, the, the world in a, in a more successful way. We have way too many single-parent households in our community. Um, that is something that we do have to address. I, I think that is one of the root causes of a lot of this because, listen – you could be economically disadvantaged or poor, but that doesn't Absolutely mean that, right. you, that you have to be poor in morals. That doesn't mean right. that you don't have your poor Big in brother. values. That doesn't mean right. that Amen. you don't know right from wrong. And no, so right. that's why I, I, I understand what, what everybody's saying. And I agree about the money piece, but I think the family component to take something from uh, our, our friends on the right, even though they don't mean it in the same way that I'm saying it, but that family component is so important. And that has been the, the piece that has really killed our community and caused us not to progress. Yeah. And, right. And, 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 and if you go me, back to me, the very let me, beginning, let me, let me, let me take that a little bit 
if we go back to the beginning and when we first set foot on this shore, I guess I'll go ancestry will. The first thing it did was break up the family. We have to get Absolutely. back to the we have That's to get right. Back yeah. to the basics yeah. Because the very Absolutely. fabric of our our, our 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 culture is the family culture. Right. We have to get right. back to what has been taken away and destroyed or tried to be destroyed even to this day. Right. That's even, right. That's, even with to that. me that's where the healing begins. Right. Even even with that. Um how many of y'all live live in the same community? As far as what as, do you mean the like, same okay, community you grew we, up we, in or We all I mean no no no. Just I, we don't have a community. We as oh. as we've um, become more successful, we move to different places. So you end up becoming not really a community because, I mean, you might talk to one or two of your neighbors. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, you, I mean, you don't know everybody. I, I know the neighborhood I grew up in. I knew I knew uh, the lady, the people that lived on both sides of me, the people that lived across the street from me, the two houses, um, and then there were other like if I went around the corner, there were other people that that knew my people. So, but brother T, brother T, if I may, I'm, we're not talking about let's let's get something real clear. We're not talking about community from a physical sense. We talking about community as a as a as a as a moral and obligation to my our brother, our brother and sisters that transcends boundaries. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I'm saying it's also proximity. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because whereas if I was if I was to see your son out doing something that I knew right. that you wouldn't approve of, hey boy, what you doing over there doing that? Mm-hmm. Right. And then I'm gonna call mm-hmm. you and let you know. Hey, look. Hey, I, I saw so and so and so doing such and such. You know what I'm saying? That's that's right. a village raising. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Everybody, I mean, so mm-hmm. we're all building each other up. It's, it's that's a component that's been lost, also. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I, it's, I agree with it's that. It's difficult. It's difficult to. I mean, because think about it. We we're all in here talking together right now, and and we we have some of the same ideas about how how to you know what I'm saying how to get successful. We're, we're, but we're having a conversation. About how we, we we can kind of turn some of these trends around, and how we can we can build for the next. But it, it's like it's a, it's a collective. Exactly. You know, because um, you know, just um, a couple of weekends ago, uh, my wife took me to a bakery in um, um, north of Atlanta. I haven't been to in, in years, and it was a Korean community. And you you ride down at least five miles, and they had like. All Korean names, different types of shops. You know, you had a sense of community physically. Um, yeah. In, in within that community, you know, I live in a, a, a black community. You know, but we don't have any shops. You know, we don't have any services. You know, any everything that we we have, we 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 go outside of our community. You know, mm-hmm. and you know exactly. And, and, and if exactly. we look at it holistic, holistically, and, and really, well, I, I mentioned starting block. You know, we we are 
if we're not on the starting block, we just got one foot off the starting block. You know, as a whole, as a as a collective community, and 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 if we have to be watching that, and I do agree that it starts at home. It starts with the family. If we mm-hmm. can keep our families, you know, as a unit, you know, and you know, and right. our future generations will have that backbone, especially our sons and daughters, especially with a man in the house. You know, right? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You might not always agree with your your spouse and stuff like that, but at the end of the day, this is your responsibility. This Absolutely. is uh, your, your seed, you know, and so that when they grow up, they can look back and say, you know what, this is my family, and then right. it would it would sprout like a tree, you know. And so, uh, with that being said, you know, I, I think we have a, a a long way to go, you know, and and until we all get on one accord, you know, you know, I think that we're going to continue to spin our wheels in the mud. So, but I, what I hear you guys saying is that integration wasn't that helpful. Man, integration. Well, 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 the school? Uh, no, integration. I'm just saying, let's, let's, let's talk. I'm, listen, I, Chester's telling me I got to take a quick break. But when we get back, so on the break, ponder this. Because these are things that we talk about at the barbershop. Integration, eh, did it work? Did it help? Did it hurt? Nope. I don't know. Listen, hold up. We're going to just, just ponder that thought. We're going to take a quick break. Everybody, black men speak. Talking race, politics. Navigating this world as a black man. I got these brothers, brilliant brothers. Thank you, brothers, for being here tonight. Mark Jarrell on the line. When we come back, we're going to talk a little integration. Did it help us or did it hurt us? I don't know. Back is hit politics. Uh, great conversation tonight with some uh, man. These these are just some brilliant brothers, man. I, I am the fellas. I just want you to know um, I am privileged to have each and every one of you here tonight. We uh, uh, getting deep and um, people are really getting exposed to the way we talk when we're together. The way we talk at the barbershop. Like I said before, um, seldom do people hear from brothers. And and I'm talking. <laughs> When we're not talking about some BS, right? When we're talking substantive issues um, and really, really saying how we feel. And before we went to break, guys, um, I, I, listen, 
Dr. King, before he was assassinated, he, he said, I fear I may have integrated my people into a burning house. And, and I was asking the question based on, um, Marv, you said I had my, my, my tap shoes on earlier. You know, I was dancing around some things. So I'm just going to just ask us, you know, straightforward, did, did integration hurt us? The implementation of integration has hurt us, I feel. In what way? I, I feel like, well, I, I feel like it was the way we, the, the way it was implemented where it's almost like, you know, you work at a place, and, and, and me in particular where I'm in the IT field, and I know Bone can understand this, where you work on, with the with your business counterparts and then you have your technology counterparts, and then in some places – the business may do some some work on a project, and then they just kind of toss it over the wall to your IT counterparts to take the baton to the next level of the project. But there's no there's no collaboration between the two, and we don't see that as much anymore in, in technology. But it's still there, and I, and I feel like that paradigm is how inter- integration or, or or us us you know basically being that implementation of, of 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 how we were integrated in the Caucasian you know in in, in quotations a Caucasian world it, it it just it wasn't it wasn't done with, with, with thought with deep thought. It was just hey, bust those kids off to, to this, this white school thirty five thirty five miles away and and it'll work out fine. But there was no yeah. deep thought into the into the actual how that should be mindfully implemented. Mm. You know I, how and I how how, how how those kids were gonna how it would affect those kids immediately. What can we really do to to maybe increase education? I don't, I don't know what like I do a lot of reporting. I don't know what the KPIs were when they when they first thought of this. What was the key performance indicators? What was gonna be what was gonna be the what what, what were the markers of success? And, and, and there, they were there, there, to you get. know what. Well, I mean, basically, he said, "Listen, if we, if, if, in my opinion, what they said was, if we send our kids over to the school where they have the best resources, then they'll get a best, access, better education." Absolutely. So they yeah. they were looking at access, in in which I don't blame them for that. I understand that, but my thing is, fellas, and then I'm gonna let you guys, you know, finish this out. I don't want to be nowhere where I'm not wanted, but I don't want you to tell me that I can't be there. So, I'm in a, di- a dichotomy here. I, I really don't, yeah. you know what? If you don't want me over to, to move into your neighborhood, like, I really don't want to be there. But you can't tell right. me that you don't want me to be there. So, am, am you know, I crazy? Uh, I, I'm crazy if, for if, thinking if, like that. I know it. No, 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 no. no. And that, and, and, and if, if I may, um, I, I love history. And and let's take it back to um uh, to you to prove my point, what I'm about to say. When you look at what happened after the Civil War, and then they had the um the construction period that's supposed to have taken place for the South to rebuild, but it didn't take place, right? Um, but the South got integrated into the, the back into uh, the quote unquote you know the the family per se. And it took years, you know, it ran amok. You had, you know, uh, a lot of things that, that were birthed out of that, that decision not to go with that construct, reconstruction period. So you move it up to getting past the Jim Crow and, and, and going into Brown versus Board of Education 
the integration of schools. So it's it's one of those things, you know, if I you can use the cliche, you know, keep my friends close but keep my enemies closer. You know, okay, we got integrated into what what we thought was going to be an equal thing. But a, a brother said earlier um, um, about talking about gerrymandering, you know, how how the, the, the finish line or the equality, the line can get moved where we cannot even ascertain that. When we set our eyes and goals on it, it gets moved. And, but isn't and, that the and, same thing we experience now too? Yeah, absolutely. Even to this day when it comes to, again, to, to I mean every fabric of our society where 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 the rules of society are being made, a majority of that is is to benefit those who are in power or have money. Okay, so so let me so, let me just say this. You you mentioned the reconstruction period, the Civil War. I'm a history major as well. I love history also. But so so there are, there are key things at play here, though, fellas, that we've got to keep in in context. The reconstruction thing, what you said, uh, point taken. However, you also have to account for what was going on there. When you, we talk about being hijacked and our, our actual movement uh, being, being uh, derailed, you have to think when, when, when the reconstruction was happening, there was a deal struck with the then candidate, Rutherford B. Hayes, who said right. who they, he, he wasn't going to be president. And he said, okay, southern states, if you vote for me, senators and congressmen um, and, and the people of the great south, if you all support me, I'm going to withdraw the union troops and you can have at it. And you know what they yeah, did? Absolutely. They voted absolutely. for him. Right? That's so right. So, That's then right. You, so then you, then you have a whole, a whole uh, infrastructure built to, to perpetuate equality and the ability of black folks. Gone. There you go. Right, and, and drill, drill. So, so that's the that's the compromise of 1877. Just so everybody's clear, that that's what you're referring to. Right. So so I couldn't remember the name of it, but I know it mm-hmm. happened. So so when we talk about you know the onus of of integration, we have to understand that the major issue that I, as I see it is that integration wasn't the issue. The issue was forgetting who we were. So, like you, you said earlier, um, you know, it's our responsibility to uh, educate our children. That's absolutely right. And that responsibility doesn't go away just because you get access. But when we got access, right. a lot of us uh, cut ourselves off, and that was the problem. Mm. I, I, think, I think that's a, that's a great point. And, and and I love the historical context because the historical context is 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 very very important for us and and so everybody on this call is, is um a, a history buff you know and that, and that, and that's the thing in in but but guys I, I I want us to take it take it up a little bit because it, we're still not answering the question to to a certain extent you know. You know, when Dr. King says, I'm scared that I led my people into a burning house. And and to Terrence's point, and what prompted me to ask this question is because Terrence was saying, look, we don't have community anymore. You know, you don't have those neighborhoods where you you felt safe or you had those role models of people that look like you. And I don't mean that you can't have role models of, of all different races, nationalities. I mean, 
I certainly believe in multiculturalism and things of that nature. But I also believe it's very, very important to have role models that look like you. That mm-hmm. you can right. see. But, yeah. But Mark, but but you have to remember too, this is this is a different time. We we don't have a forged experience that, that is very much similar anymore. Before, we were relegated to the same communities, to the same schools, to the same stores, to the same everything. So there was a, there was a forward sense of community, even if you didn't feel it. There was psychologically, right. physical, everything was there. Now, right. there, there isn't anything forging us to connect, right? But, that, so, but that's my point. But, but, but that's my point. But, with, me, me, I think me, the me, argument me, is, hey, drill. but drill, check this out, though, bro. I, I'm, I'm gonna let you finish. But the, my, my point is this: is that with integration came somewhat of the destruction of the black community, black business, and, and, and so on and so forth. So again, again, back to my point earlier is that those things that did exist met some very difficult challenges in the sense of. Uh, racism and being target for you, you look at Black Wall Street in Tulsa. Look at uh, Greenwood. Uh, you know, look, look at, at Rosewood. Rosewood. Look at Rosewood. So, and not not only did they physically terrorize those uh, upper upperly progressive black neighborhoods and, and black people and black and black businesses, but then they started institutionalized uh, systematically denying us. Um, Access to home ownership, business loans, um, making right. sure that we didn't qualify for certain things. I, I'm reading this book called How Ghettos Happen, uh, written by written by this uh, MD who uh, went from a private practice to a free clinic, and he talked about the history of Chicago and how black people couldn't even own a house past 50, 42nd, 46th Street, I believe it was, and how they were relegated into one area, which became the ghetto. And then everybody that, wonder that, why we that, don't have this that, community, um, why we don't why we don't have our own businesses, why we can't you know support ourselves. Well, we could if we were able to get the loans. We could if you weren't mm-hmm. systematically marginalizing us and and and, and uh, targeting us for uh, pro, uh, for, um, for uh, um, predatory lending. You know, there's so many different things that we deal with. It's not as simple to say uh, your point. Because there's so many layers to this thing. I mean, so granted, bro, I, I, I definitely agree that there's many layers to it. But on the surface, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just taking it at face value. Okay, let's, let's just go down the line. Was integration helpful or hurtful? Start with you, Drew. Helpful or hurtful? It, it was helpful. Helpful? T. Shaw, helpful or hurtful? Hurtful. Cooley, helpful or hurtful? Helpful. Jay, helpful or hurtful? Hurtful. Bone? It depends. <laughs> hey, hey, Bone, Bone, I'm right there with you. I mean, it's like that, that fine line in between. No, nah, there, there is. It, it, it's a tough question, fellas. But this, I'm, yeah. I'm asking us to make a decision. You know, I tell my girls all the time, you gotta learn how to make a decision. You gotta make a choice. So, boom. If you if you had to come down on one side or the other, where you where are you coming down? From a sense of equ- if, if if equality can be universally met, 
Nope. Well, I'm just going to go where we are right now. Where we are right now as a people, whether it's helpful or hurtful. Okay. MP, helpful or hurtful? It's It's complex, bro. It, it, it is. It's, it's complex. You know, hey, fellas, like you know he had to go with his new name, Complex. That's right. Okay. <laughs> complex. It's, 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 again, bro, it's, it was helpful. It was, it's, it's helpful, but again, I don't right think now, you gotta, But you got to make a choice, bro, helpful or hurtful, right, it, where course, we are right now. But, huh? uh, let, let me put it in context before I even say my answer. <laughs> It's just it's just like it's it's just like the state of our country right now. Okay. Donald Trump wants to keep us as keep us separate from the world. Keep us okay. separate as 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 people, as as ethnicities. Integration had to happen. Integration wasn't perfect. The, I again I think integration could have been implemented differently. But you can't live in a silo and hope to progress. So people. okay, so let me let me get hooked real quick, and, and I'm gonna come, MP. I'm gonna come right back to you. Let let me get let me get hooked. Uh, hook, helpful or hurtful integration, in your opinion? Well, from where my grandfather was and where where I'm at right now, helpful, definitely helpful. <laughs> definitely helpful. Okay, Absolutely. I can dig it. I, 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 I can dig it. I can dig it. But okay, so MP, finish finish your point, and then and then uh, we'll, we'll I mean, move just, on from there. Just at, just at the end of the day, integration is definitely not perfect. And and our families, our forefathers, our you know, even us today, you know, we've had a lot of positive that has come out of that, and we've had a lot mm-hmm. of negative. At, at the end of the day, I just think we just still have a lot more to go. But yeah, we could have gotten this far yeah. unless we became an integrated society. Well, here's the thing. Again, I, mean, I stress know, the implementation. Okay, but is there a difference? Is there a difference become b- between being an integrated society and an interconnected society? Because I'm going to tell yeah. you, there's places, there you there's places there in I, this country still that. You know that are um, in Charlotte. We have a, a place, and you guys all know this place. It's called Hyde Park. It's a black community, wealthy mm-hmm. black community off of Beatty's Ford Road. Um, mm-hmm. You have other communities that that are are, are of you know certain ethnicities um, that you know dominate. You know, Jay and, and Bone. You guys visited me in L.A. I lived in Koreatown. Somebody else talked, right. Jay, you talked about going to, you know, a, a, a place where Koreans were, were the predominant group. Um, yes, yes. For five miles, you could ride down. So, and in, in, in within there, even here in Charlotte now, there's a, a Latin American um, credit union. Um, if you go down Central Avenue in, in East Charlotte, dominated by Latin Americans, Vietnamese. Right, so right. So, my point is, fellas, is that you know why I was asking about integration because I do believe that there's a difference between being integrated and and losing your cultural identity and and Absolutely, being interconnected. Mark. I believe that we do need to be interconnected, and, but I, I do think yeah. when you when there, you had a loss of black businesses and a loss of of people that look like you in the community that you were looking up to, I think that hurt. Hey. And here's the, here's the thing, Martin. Let me just add, because I agree with everything that you said. I really do. 
you know, and just to add to that, you know, and it's becoming more clear to me now. We're looking at it as just like, well, when we say a, a community of people, right? But we're not just a community with people. We're, we're a nation, you know. Mm-hmm. When, we, when we came over here, you know, it's, it's like you taking, like, all the Canadians, you bring them in here, you're trying to integrate them into our society, right? You know, but, you know, it's not, it's, it's not the same thing as, like, uh, just a certain group of people. When, when they brought us up, we, we, were, we had an identity. That identity was taken from us. You know, and but the, our true identity, you know, is we are a people. We are a nation, and then we try mm-hmm. to assimilate mm-hmm. in this nation. And you know, and you know, and and I, I go back to my point. Like until we have our own land or community, you know, type thing. You know, you know, we will always search for the identity. You know, because you know, when you try to deal with a nation within the nation. I don't think we ever will assimilate, you know, to to the point where we, you know, we feel like we have the rights, you know, and the privileges of, you know, the people that brought us over here. You know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. as as time goes on, we will always have the same social issues. We'll have the same financial issues. We have the same educational issues. And until we wake up to our true identity as a people, then we can really resolve a lot of the social ills. But 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 Jay, you, your your theory, you your theory sounds to me that we can't understand who we are. We can't have an identity. We can't progress as people. We can't uh, progress as a as a as an ethnicity as a culture. We can't. Without, and most of us well, are. Well, no, no, I'm saying what, what you said. It sounds like we can't make those progressions unless we go off in the corner by ourselves. Hey, Mark. Unless, MP, MP, MP. I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm gonna just call it like it is, right? You know, at the end of the day, you know, again, history will continue to repeat itself if we do not wake up to who we truly are. You know, history and, repeats and, and itself I, if you don't under if you don't know your history, if you don't understand your history, and if you don't respect right. your history. There you go. And you know that that's on one side of the coin, though. But I'm talking about on the other side as well. No, you're not. My only challenge to your point is, how do you grow? How do you ever grow? If all if the only thing you know is you, how do you ever grow? How do you ever spread your wings? How do, it's 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 just like a, you know, you're you're gonna be just like a rubber band. You stretch a little bit, but you keep going back. You keep going back to the place that you were at. If yeah. if you don't, I'm, I'm not love, saying we. But, but, you, I'm not saying you should history, lose your, not, your culture. And I don't want to believe in Marv, Marvis Garvey. You know, as far as go back to the homeland, this is this is home for for me. You know what I'm saying? And 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 granted, we have multiple multiple different cultures here. You know, in, in the words of this, this this famous brother, why can't we all just get along? It, it, it starts with respect. <laughs> it starts with understanding. I, I, I don't think we're going to get it. I mean, I mean, and that's just in my real reality. You know, is that you know, as long as as how we were raised here, you know, as long as there's like um, those powers who are in place. We would never achieve the things that we would want. I, 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 yeah, I would like to be. So does that mean you stop? 
That, that's my only No, I didn't say that. I did that means you stop you know, striving. You're, you're, missing, you're, missing you stop you're missing the point. You're missing the point. You, you, you're missing the no, point I, I, here. I, I, you know, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying we don't stop fighting. We don't stop. You know, being being silent and everything. You know, what I'm saying is that you know, until we until we can come together collectively as a nation, not just as a people and stuff like that. You know, because we have power. We have power if we work together. You know, we have power to change things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've re- redrawn district lines and. Um, yeah, they have laws in place to do this and that, the other, and stuff like that. But you know, guess what? We have the, the same power in our hands, you know, to take advantage of these things that our forefathers didn't have. So I think we got to think about from here. Think about ourselves. I think I think that's the I think we need to reevaluate the way we think about ourselves because. When I when I think about the, the history and of our people and where it's been and where where it's at now, I mean, I think we're more fixated on what what others think about us, and we shouldn't be. We should, we should focus on how we think about ourselves. Then we can move forward because they may not they may not want us to to use that bathroom, but we can. They may not want us to sit on the on the, on the front of the bus, but we can. They must they may not want us to eat in a restaurant, but we can. We gotta focus on what we can do and build off of that. Because if we right. keep thinking about what other people think about us, we're not gonna get anywhere. We gotta help ourselves really because we've accomplished a whole lot. So let's not forget that. Let's Absolutely. Not forget where we Absolutely. can how we accomplish that. So let's build on that and just rethink how we think about each other and worry about what they think about us. So because we together, not, yeah. we can accomplish a whole lot. You know, that's a fair point. Go ahead. This 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 is a very enlightening, entertaining conversation, and um, and it just goes to not to take you know um, MP's thunder, but this is very complex, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And and when you really, because like me personally, as a black man. And as a, as a man that believe that has faith and believe in in, in 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 Christ, you know, on the one hand, I'm looking at it from yes, I understand and truly live in the black struggle, but also on the other hand, I'm looking at um, that that this 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 love represents all of mankind, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know, so <laughs> as as. As I as I continue to walk this life every day, I'm wearing I'm I'm we wearing we wearing the way of, of 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 dealing with 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 what we deal with in in our present day society, um, but also on the same token from a spiritual standpoint, I'm like we we're, we're we're all children of God. Now, with right. saying that, am I degrading? The struggle and my blackness, or or, or or am I? You know, it's 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 that complexity in it all. You know, um, I can yeah. I, I sit here. I can I can hate evil. I can hate being mistreated. I can hate other people mistreating others. But but also when I close my eyes, you know, I still love my fellow man. You know what I'm saying? I, I, you know. But that, and that's and that's the love that has been that has been taught and resonated in me through my faith. But it's that oxymoron, right? Because you know I I get frustrated and I see that what's happening, the evil, 
But also on the same token, I have nothing but hope and 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 and, and this, this idea going back to the word idea of what 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 God has for society. So it's it's a complex thing. It is. It is, Bone. And and I think you make a great point. And 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 I think the only reason why we are here in in you know, where all of you successful brothers have made it to where you've made it to is is because that there's a recurring theme of love. There's a recurring theme of forgiveness. There's a recurring theme of perseverance and education and, you know, and, a, and an attitude that says you're never going to quit. You're never going to give up no matter what the odds are. And that's why I wanted to have you brothers here, because, listen, None of us will ever play in a Super Bowl. None of us have played in for an NBA championship. But you guys are the champions of life. You guys are guys that I look to when I'm down, when I need a, a pep talk, when I want to just, you know, have some intellectual stimulation. And I wanted everybody to be able to share in this experience. And, and, and it is amazing to me to sit here and to be able to listen and, and for us to go back and forth and just hear this. But the the root of this bone and you and you hit you hit the nail on the head. It is love. That that that's what that's exactly what it is. And and we do we are charged with loving our fellow man. There's no question about it. And it doesn't have to do with how much melanin someone has. You know, but there are special circumstances that we do yeah. encounter. And and I did want everyone to hear this. So what we're gonna do guys, we're gonna take a quick break. We got to wrap up. We only got a few minutes left. I'm going to let you guys give final thoughts. So on this break, it's just going to be for a minute and a half or so. I want you to give final thoughts to folks. We'll go down the line. Everybody can give a final thought, 30 seconds, and then we'll close out. You're listening to Politics, everybody, tonight. Black Men Speak. You're listening to it. Mark Jarrell. We'll be right back.
Hello? Who's that? Bone saying hello? Yeah, that's me, man. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> What's going on with you, man? Man, dude, you sound like you're under the weather now. <laughs> yeah, man. It's allergies kill me, man. Got a bad, bro. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. And I work outside, so you know that's a Yeah. Wear that mask, man. Wear that mask. Yeah, man, that that helps me none because it swells up my eyes and everything, man. So I'm just, I don't know. Yeah, dude, <laughs> I, I went through it. Yeah, I've been praying for rain, man. It rained all day today, so I might be good tomorrow. <laughs> good, good. Oh man, you know what? I had my phone on. I had my phone on mute, everybody, so you you couldn't hear me. I apologize. I was talking about that uh, the heavy when we came back in. It's uh, actually. Um, <laughs> You know, I, I was saying that was my hippie days. I used to listen to the heavy. You know what I mean? Y'all didn't know about the Big Fat Wolf, did you? <laughs> no, no, I didn't know about that, bro. Y'all didn't know about the Big Hey, Jay, but I know you liked it, you, you, you surprised. Yeah, yeah, I was digging it, bro. Oh, I know yeah. you was digging the heavy, man. Y'all, hey, yeah, y'all got to get yeah, into the heavy, man. That, that's that's my yeah, boy. I'm, 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 I'm going to send you a tie-dyed shirt, man. Hey, what? When I, hey, in my hippie days on Venice Beach? Oh, my God, bro. Oh, uh, come hey. on, bro. Well, I remember that. You remember those days, Jay. Oh <laughs> five yes, in LA, baby. But uh yes, hey guys, everybody's gonna get a final word. Uh we got about fifteen seconds to go into it and, and um you know, close out. We only got a few minutes left on the show, so gonna give everybody about fifteen seconds and uh right. then we're gonna close right, things out. Bone. I'm gonna start Bone, go I'm, ahead, brother. Start you start. Yeah, yeah, you know. I know, um, you know, when it comes to everyone that's on the call, I appreciate the brothers and, and the input. It just strengthens me. And, um, and, and to the listeners, I'm listening. MJ, you're doing a great job. But, look, guys, you know, when I think about stuff personally, I know, I know my fears, I know my strengths, but also I know I stand on the shoulder of greatness. As we continue mm. to move forward, you know, let's just continue to just pray, ask for wisdom right. and guidance because – the battles that we fight are not against flesh and blood, but it's against the principalities. Right? That's right. That's um, right. So just, just, just you know, if you're a man and a woman of faith, stand on the word and continue to move forward, and our battle will be won. All right, all right, brother. MP, ten seconds, brother. Go ahead. Love, faith, family, bro. That's what's up, man. Love. Love That's it. it, bro. And 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 I and just to piggyback on bone, put on the full armor, bro. The full. All right, armor. all right. That's what's up. Hook on you, brother. I know you you under the weather, man. You know we so appreciate you, man, for for trooping it out too. Right, appreciate you guys, man. Uh, hey, man. All of you guys, and, and and together we poured into each other, so we know how to pour into somebody else, man. When they when they come at at us and ask us questions, so. Appreciate it. There it is. All right. Jay, go ahead, man. Yeah, Mark, great show, man, as always. Thank you, brother. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We're beautiful, beautiful people. You know, we're powerful. You know, everybody would want to be like us, but everybody would want to be us, you know. And with that being said, you know, 
we're, we're, we're strong, we're, we're insightful, we're spiritual, you know, and we're beautiful. Every time I wake up, I see this, this, this skin, you know, I, I wear it as an honor, as a badge of honor, you know, and, and, and I know that one day, you know, as we continue to wake up to our true nature, you know, I think that we'll become even more powerful as, as, as a people, as a nation. Jade, you cut out? Nope. I just stopped. Oh, my bad. Thank you, brother. I'm with you. <laughs> All right. All right. Hey, Cooley, let's go to you, brother. Hey, MJ, uh, first of all, thanks for the great show, um, great dialogue, and, and pulling Thank this you, off brother. together. So my hat's Thank off you. to you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick within the ten, 10 seconds that you, uh, you, you commanded us to do, and I'm just going to say uh, together – we can conquer anything um, yeah. as long as we stand together um, on, on any front. So I, I think as long as we continue to navigate and to move forward, if, as long as we keep that in the forefront, um, that's how we get ahead. That's what's up, bro. Well said. T. Shaw, let's go radical one. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I might have lost T-Shaw, man. I lo- I think I lost Terrence, brothers. All right, let's go to drill, mm-hmm. man. Ten seconds, bro. So uh, my motto is always, uh, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Uh, something I heard Will Smith say that really resonates with me. Uh, mind, body, and spirit, fellas, we got to stay ready. Amen. Anticipate problems. Anticipate adversities. Anticipate obstacles. Mm. And, stay re- mm. and stay ready. All right. Word. Well, man, Ed, let me... Mark. Don't get Yo, ready. Listen, be ready. We got we got we got ninety seconds left, ready. fellas. I'm, I, and what, I'm gonna do something that I've never done to close out a show, man. Whether I was on KLS, J, GIV, or anywhere. Um, first off, I gotta say I love you, brothers. Thank you so much for 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 always supporting a brother. Um, yo yo. You know what we yeah, know it, brother. So so we we uh, uh, one thread that that has come across strong tonight, man, has been spirituality. And, and Bone, I, I need you to throw a prayer out there, man. Give us, give us, I got 60 seconds left. Give us 15, 20 seconds and, and, no, and give us no a prayer, doubt, man, man, and we're going to close it out, brother. It's an honor. It's an honor. You know, Lord, um, first of all, Lord, we come humbly before you, Lord, um, you know, just giving you the praise of who you are in our lives. We thank you for the, the, the just the, the mercy and grace that's renewed each and every day, Lord, that you knew us before the beginning and the foundation of this world ever since we came into existence. And, Lord, you said that, you know, that we can stand on your promises, Lord, and that your ideas, that your ideas, Lord, would never come, and your word would never come back on board, Lord. And so, Lord, as we continue to, to, to navigate this world and this life, Lord, show us and teach us and lead us, Lord, through your word and, and through your Holy Spirit, Lord, that, that we may stand boldly and, and, and just shine that light of love throughout all mankind, that all right. at the end of the day, Lord, that we stand for only one, one, one love, and that is your love, Lord. And um, and that that when it comes to the families, Lord, that we be that that the men and the families will just be raised up and just and just you know take on that that new urgency uh, to 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 begin the healing within the family structure, Lord. That that with with that plan in mind, Lord, that you have for the foundation of this world. That that's where all the promises begin, Lord, um, from from your word, and we put Adam and Eve together. So, Lord, as we continue to move, 
under the sound of my voice to provide, you know, each and every one's uh, needs, you know, each and every one's desires. And you put their desires in their hearts to do of your good pleasure. And we thank you, Lord, for those things coming to pass, and we stand on your word forevermore in your love. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus' name, amen. amen. My brothers, amen. I love amen. you all. Thank you so much. I'll shoot love out you, on the text in a little thank while, you, brothers. Uh, appreciate you guys, man. We do a part two. Sometimes soon, everybody is hit politics. Mark Jarrell, black men speak, race, politics, navigating America as a black man. Appreciate you guys. See you next week. Change of time next okay. week, everybody. Next Wednesday, 7 p.m. Check us out, hit politics, www.blogtalkradio.com slash hit politics. Peace. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.